2: Morning DNA for July 19th, 2021. I'm Aaron Dicer, the man of a single black shirt. She is Danae Hughes, the woman of a million distractions, and we're here to find out what today is made of because, you know, that's, that's the DNA. We,
3: that's what we that's what we do.
2: DNA is what things are made of.
3: You know, so Evan, it always do. is. It's always loud, it always has mm-hmm. been, and when people yep. watch back the like on Twitch for example, when someone goes over to my channel for the first time and then it auto plays one of my most recent videos which is this show amongst other things but if it's this show mm-hmm. it's like bam and every 100% of people are like what they like throw their headphones off and it's um it's just part of how we make sure to troll you i think is what oh. i'm saying
2: I was thinking if, if, by the way, if you're ready to see Danae be triggered, just get ready. It's about to happen right at this very second. Okay. Oh no, <laughs> You know me
3: so well, so you're probably right. What is it?
2: Just, just, just your volume is now quiet. So <laughs> if, if you could just like, if you could turn it up just a little bit, just a little bit, that's all, that's all, uh, it, it will be fine you don't have to do anything. I'm sure people can hear you. It will be fine. Um, the, uh, the, the thing about the intro is I was thinking the other day, what if I just randomly replaced it with the, these chips are good version you of should. that song, 100%. just one morning yeah. and just, you know, it's, that's a little bit longer than the two minutes. So I don't know like exactly how that would work, but, um, but yeah, yeah.
3: So I'm assuming that my volume is better. Now
2: your volumes. Great. Your volume great. is That's great. Wonderful. It's perfect. Great. Thank you
3: <laughs> Guys every single time that we connect and it's not just for the morning mm-hmm. DNA It's for other projects no. as well and Aaron's like you're so loud You're so loud and I'm dropping it down to 20% and he's mm-hmm. like, and eh, that'll work and then now it's
2: now It's too quiet. Now know. It's too quiet.
3: Uh, Nick has a good suggestion of a Chips remix.
2: hmm Yeah,
3: so that yeah. would be good um yeah. And I also wanted to say hello to dare do Thank you uh, dare You to. popped up this uh, comment as the show was about to start it says, hello, I'm a podcast listener. <laughs> it's so cool. I'm just here. So Aaron can say he has a viewer on Aaron's Twitch channel, which is fantastic, but I'm, I'm so excited to see like a podcast listener show up on Twitch. There's, I love Twitch. I love the community that's on YouTube and, and like mm-hmm. this kind of new Cause we have we have fans that are like brand new fans that have just, that are just finding our content for the first time. Yeah, it's true. But like the old school original podcast fans are like ones I get freaked excited to see.
2: So yeah. I mean, if you're old school, like if you're OG podcast, like Shoe the Dough podcast fan, I mean, you're, you know, that was 2012, right? So, like, that was the begin.
3: We we were baby
2: broadcasters.
3: No, we were baby broadcasters. I was a baby broadcaster. You were like, I've been in the game. Yeah, you were a grizzled veteran. Yeah, (laughs) exactly.
2: Come with me, kid. I'll show you what broadcasting is.
3: Hey, it's good to see you, Brian. Hey, thanks, Brian. Thanks everybody for just showing up uh, uh, for us on Mondays specifically. And also of course, Sundays when we do the show, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. this is one of our favorite things to be, to start the week with. It means something to us and we know it means something to you.
2: I know it's, uh, I know it's, you know, still just a fraction of those on uh, Danae's Twitch as <laughs> it probably should be. But I will say there are two people watching on my Twitch right now. So you get, you guys get to have conversations together. So. I,
3: I it's not had, completely lonely. I put up a poll as the show was starting. Do you want to know what the poll was? It was, will sure. Aaron be in a black shirt? Yes or no?
2: Oh, okay.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. of 100% voted yes, you would be. So they know you. They know you.
2: Almost wasn't. Um, I have, as you know, I've integrated some gray shirts, uh, to like dark gray shirts to this rotation. Scandalous and i was wearing a dark gray shirt this morning and i was like hmm it's monday gotta put the black one on so i changed shirts uh at the last second so Ooh, you know.
3: so is yours like an unwashed stinky shirt this is why i'm no, glad no, we do the, the show separate this is this a separate from, thing
2: came straight from the closet clean i've got a whole row of these uh that i just you know pull off the hanger so
3: Uh, Brian says I miss the shoe the dough podcast tell you what we we have had a lot of iterations of the Shoe the dough podcast it is far different than it was when we first started when we first started Mm -hmm. the podcast was Aaron's uh, brainchild of segments for us to play around in it was a place for us to kind of play and experiment with things we could do on the radio Mm -hmm. Um, and it launched its own like podcasts accidental like like sift pop podcast for example, which is one that aaron does with uh, andrew ormsby now Um every weekend is it on sundays or saturdays?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we usually record on sundays usually comes out on monday
3: mm-hmm. yep. And that's like our the pop culture kind of wing it started off as aaron's Like one of aaron's main expressions of his love of like media and content and things uh, that and then he was doing his youtube reviews at that time so the shoot the dough podcast was just like a place for us to experiment with a lot, even fun games we used to play all the time. And Mm -hmm. we kind of cycle between there's like a new music digest. We'd listen to new music together and chat about it. And this is just the most recent iteration of the show, which is much more morning show style, because we also don't have a radio outlet anymore. So this is a place for us to kind of do, I don't know, a little bit of everything. Um, And so hopefully the new iteration of the show is something you're still enjoying. You can still catch this on the Shoe the Dough podcast feed. So.
2: So technically, Shoe the Dough is not discontinued. It is still a podcast. You can still subscribe to it. This is considered season six of Shoe the Dough. Uh, This morning DNA kind of run that we're doing now is considered season six. And I was just looking at that. Um, We're in like, we've done like 60 episodes of this. Can you believe that? It's like, it's like really growing. Something like that. I'd have to look to be sure, but Yeah.
3: now we we at several points were doing the Mondays and some days that includes
2: both yeah
3: so ha- I don't know if we've been doing it just quite a year yet then have we we I don't think we have
2: yeah yeah anyhow I don't, we'll have to we'll have to check it out but um but yeah, yeah. so you can still subscribe to Shoe the Doe absolutely
3: uh Deirdre says i'm going for a walk i'm going to take my dog on a walk i'll listen to the podcast later i'll leave a lurk danae can explain what that is aaron <laughs>
2: <laughs> thank you thank you appreciate uh, thanks the for wishing us
3: well the picture of the dog in your profile is adorable
2: yeah yeah um, absolutely yeah. what's a lurk today what's what's a lurk what's leaving a lurk
3: leaving a lurk means that somebody is watching you but not technically there anymore they're not present anymore but twitch kind of gauges viewership so you could have like let's say 100 people are watching and Mm -hmm. 80 percent are lurking you're still having viewership it's like a way for twitch to know that you have an active channel and you've got an active audience um even if they're Mm. lurking Mm -hmm. i think there's some restrictions about it a little bit like it's better if you keep the volume on things like that but
2: Mm. it's interesting stuff so
3: he's lurking he or she is lurking
2: thank you Thank mm-hmm. you Daredevil. Mm-hmm. appreciate mm-hmm. that very much mm-hmm. uh i am excited i uh i very much i think today you're the same look forward to this every monday hanging out with you guys um such a good crew that comes and uh and hangs out with us um m- you know i we say mostly on denise switch but there's several people hanging out on youtube right now too so thank you for joining us there as well mm-hmm. and um and even you know the 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 book of faces there's uh, a couple there's a couple, couple book faces too so so yeah so thanks for uh, joining us wherever you join us from today how are you doing you feeling all right Ooh. you were rushing around this morning so
3: it's been a nutty couple days so yeah I have um my cousins in town and she's staying in town for a month so rather than it being the standard she jumps into town with the children and the family and then we get to do like one good hangout and then she's gone we get to actually see her multiple times which allowed for us to spend a good Chunk of time mm-hmm. getting deep dive talking about becoming mothers and like just the dynamic that changes and all these different intricacies. So that happened a couple nights ago. I was up pretty late leading into yesterday where I got up really early and went on a walk, um, like a 7,000 step walk. I don't know what that nice.
2: means. Nice, I don't either. I don't. I I used I for, to go by miles. But, yeah, uh,
3: most people do, but I don't apparently.
2: <laughs> How I think long it's were you a walking? Three
3: mile. I think it's a thirty minute walk. It was an hour. We walked for an hour.
2: You walked for an hour. Yeah, and so not. I I, I mean, I feel like I really need to be honest here.
3: I walked for 30 minutes, stopped, had a latte and a breakfast quesadilla, and then walked <laughs> 30, 30 minutes back.
2: Okay. Yeah, Fair enough. So, Fair I mean, enough. Technically But a total of an hour.
3: Exactly.
2: Exactly. So generally people walk right around. <laughs> if, were you walking fast at a good clip or just like a normal speed?
3: I did not break a hip.
2: So. <laughs> did you break a sweat?
3: It was 95% humidity. Okay.
2: So yeah, so that's probably not, I would say you prob. Yeah. It, it, over the course of an hour, you probably walked three or four miles. Yeah.
3: yeah. I walked the mile. I did stuff. And so that started my day, which of course puts you in a state of for a little while you're like, yeah. And then your body's like, yeah, but then on top of the sleep, so I was confused. Then we went to my grandmother's 91st birthday mm-hmm. where we, because my cousin's in town, she's like, let's do something. And that turned into 40 people descending upon my grandmother's house old school style like old school family hangout style it was so fun but it was also like a lot of people and a lot of conversations Mm -hmm. i was so tired so i'm doing good but this morning was like what a weekend i i I dragged myself out of bed but i got 10 hours of sleep so (laughs) i'm rested yeah, I'm just like, ooh, that was a lot of energy. I spent a yeah. lot of energy over the weekend.
2: Well, I what did too. Your, your, uh, um, your house is still home to my uh, bike with it's a true. flat tire. So yeah. I, uh, I wanted to play some disc golf on Saturday. Or,
3: or is it? We might have sold it.
2: Oh, did you? I'll be Mm -hmm. looking forward to, uh, to those proceeds. Um, so, so yeah, so I decided to walk to the disc golf course and back and that is probably like a, I would say like two miles there and two miles back. And then of course, walking around the golf course. So yeah, I probably did a good 10,000 steps, uh, as well on my, uh, my disc golf journey. It was the best round I've ever played though. So I'm like, Maybe, maybe I should walk all the time <laughs> well, if I'm going to play that well.
3: That's good for me since I sold your bike, and that won't <laughs> be a problem anymore.
2: <laughs> it was hot though. It was like it was it was glorious that the clouds kind of came in in the afternoon. Like because it was supposed to start raining like around noon. So I thought I got out there early enough. But when I started walking home, it was like half, you know, like eleven thirty or so, and the mm-hmm. clouds started to come in. Uh, because if that sun had been blazing down my whole walk home like yeah let's be honest that would it would have it would have been rough but uh it wasn't too bad
3: that's good we did get caught so the night that i went out to dinner with my cousin we did get caught in the big rainstorm that was interesting we were downtown so okay 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 get this we went to the first restaurant we were told that there's this rooftop restaurant downtown springfield at the van de Vandvoort Hotel, Mm -hmm. which is like Mm -hmm. a nice expensive hotel. The Voldemort Hotel. The Voldemort Mm -hmm. Hotel. So we go in and they're like, oh, you have to walk through the building, go out the back door, and then look across Catacorner. There's another building with a V on it. Go in there, and then both of us, I think we stopped listening. Something about an elevator. We do this, it's very strange. We're walking through an alley, we get to another building, we go in the door. There's no one there, there's no one like greeting you. It's just a building. And so the, the only place it goes is to an elevator. There's no sign on the elevator, like restaurants this an way. It's adventure, yeah. We're like, is this a secret society? We don't know. We push the button. We don't even have any idea of, I don't know. So we get in the elevator and then the button that says, like, the name of the restaurant on the wall. So then we're like, okay, we're in the right spot. Door opens up on the rooftop. There's this big sign that kind of greets us. That's part of the tile of the wall. It looks really expensive. Um, this is the i don't know if it's the only rooftop restaurant in springfield but it's like the nicest one and it's supposedly like the place to be for the sunset mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. gonna be a wonderful evening we're gonna we're gonna eat outside we get turned away at the door because she had her infant with her
2: oh no and apparently allowed. it's
3: more bar than it is restaurant
2: ah got it which
3: would have been nice to know when we were
2: Back at the beginning <laughs> so then yeah. we leave
3: there we're kind of dealing with the ramifications of being turned away and talking about that we go to four other restaurants on foot in the downtown area and out uh two and a half hour long waiting list on one you know like we're just kind of like well we don't want to go there because we've been there before well this one has a it's a really small space and i don't know that the baby buggy is going to fit in there and like we're just having this and then the rain Then the rain so we were like we're picking this restaurant and even though there's a 40-minute wait We're gonna we had to wait outside. There was no standing room So we had to wait outside in the rain so we rushed over across the street and found this sort of tiny little section where the Entrance to this neck to the to the space that we were kind of in front of was just enough out of the rain that we weren't getting soaked and we stood in the rain and talked for like 45 minutes before we
2: got to go eat and that's what happened. That's an adventure. Right there. It was
3: such an adventure. That's amazing. My shoes are soaked.
2: Uh, Nick says, I was listening to Old Shoe the Dough and a couple times you did this or that apps, I think Would You Rather's. Oh uh, yes. And my kids get sad when I listen and it's not that kind of app. They, <laughs> they love those.
3: We haven't done one of those in a while. I actually yeah. still have the book that we were using though.
2: Well, and we used, uh, we used your Would You Rather's as well. You know, we did because we were doing the, the show live kind of like this um, for a mm-hmm. while. And people would kind of chime in with their own Would You Rather's. Yeah, there is, there is a higher than 0% chance when we're able to start doing some days again that we will start instituting more segments like that and kind of, you know, doing some fun stuff like Would You Rather's and that kind of stuff. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so that's fun, fun stuff.
3: It was fun stuff it is fun stuff and you can go back and listen to the old ones although at this point you know what we're gonna say so that's not very exciting because the mystery is gone
2: <laughs> we could do stuff like that yeah, we could introduce there could be somebody there could be somebody watching on twitch right now who's mm-hmm. like a podcast you have a pie listen to podcasts what's yeah. it called and then they subscribe and listen to stuff from eight years ago and they're like are these the same oh, people <laughs> they are
3: yes only danae's yeah. voice is like six octaves lower was it i mean it is now
2: Oh, it is now. Got oh, it.
3: I talked much higher.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what yeah, happens that when you true. talk a lot.
3: It's just, it gets deeper and deeper and
2: deeper. Elizabeth says, good morning. Good, good morning, morning, Elizabeth. Good morning. How's your
3: new job?
2: Yeah, for real, right? Uh, you want to shoe a dough? You wanna,
3: wanna Let's do
2: it. Uh, we will shoe that dough. Uh, we're going to do the DNA and you. It is our Monday tradition. Uh, that means we're going to take a D topic, an A topic, and a U topic. Uh, the U topic is whatever you want to talk about. If you have a question for us, a topic you want us to discuss, something that's on your mind that uh, that you want to uh, hear conversation about, just let us know. Put the letter U at the beginning um, so that we know it is a U topic. But we've got our own topics. First, Danae, kick us off. What do you want to talk about? Well, because
3: we got together with the family, uh, there was a lot of stories that could be told about family gatherings. Mm-hmm. But there was this one moment when we sang, and it got me thinking we all probably have this thing that we do as a family, and it's not really a family gathering until that thing happens. And for us, mm-hmm. we love to sing. Now, we all got to sing Happy Birthday, obviously. Sure. That's uh, expected. You know, we're all gathered around grandma's rocker and we're singing happy birthday to her about to give her her present that we all collectively got money together and got her a new refrigerator and a new dishwasher oh nice so it's just this kind of fun thing but what our family does is we harmonize we love to sing and so like around christmas time we sing the christmas hymns and it's like four part harmony you know everyone's doing their thing so of course it took like, I don't know, two seconds for happy birthday to become this, this is just this amalgamation <laughs> of harmonic, you know, singing. And it was, but there's something about it that I don't know that every family does that. In fact, I know not every family does that because I remember going to other family functions growing up, wondering where the music was. <laughs> like, do you guys not guys, do, Why is nobody,
2: do, nobody singing?
3: Why is no one singing in the third?
2: yeah where's yeah okay is this not where's the alto part who's got the alto part
3: it, it was just a lovely uh I don't know. It was just a lovely thing. There's just certain things that make you feel like it just takes you all the way back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I know it's not always positive for everybody. I know people might have an answer to those questions. Like it's not family gathering until someone <laughs> Uncle argues. <Mike> brings <laughs> up Trump.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 so um, you don't have to obviously talk about anything that's triggering for you guys. But for us, right. I had a I had a really lovely moment where even though it was so quick and it was over so fast, it wasn't like we were singing ten hymnals together. Um, it was still a really lovely experience.
2: Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth says, not really a family gathering, uh, but it's not a gathering of any sorts with friends or family friends until someone pulls out the card games. Oh, yeah. uh, that's where I was going to go as well. Uh, we have a game we play called Shanghai that today you guys have played with us as well on occasion. Yeah. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's really, it's not, family's not hanging out until we're all sitting around the table uh, playing Shanghai and trying to buy each other's cards that they want and uh, making fun of the ways that everybody plays and you just, you play it so much that you know, everybody's habit. Like for instance, my mom is always the one who's like, oh, my hand is terrible. Oh, how am I ever gonna get there? Oh, look, I got the card I needed. I'm out, you guys lose. Uh, that's basically <laughs> how my mom operates. So we make fun of her for that, uh, you know? So yeah, it's just, it's, it's, uh, it's not family for us until uh, Shanghai happens uh, would probably yeah. be the answer.
3: We definitely have games too and honestly probably games are more frequent than than the singing but that one like it just shook me it was such an interesting thing you're just
1: mm-hmm.
3: and you're you can go back in your memory ding, 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 just in all the voices and it's your family's voices too it's not like listening to a choir these are voices that you've right. heard your whole life so it was really powerful and and meaningful to me
2: Jacob says, "Ditto. My family has our own rules for a game called Hand and Foot. We play Hand and Foot as well. That was the other one. Which Shanghai one's kind the of, Hand and Foot? Hand and Foot is the one where you um, you end up collecting like runs and sets, but you can continue. Oh. Like you have you have your hand, uh-huh. and then you have another series of cards that are your foot, and you can't go to your foot until you've played all the cards in your hand." And oh, so then you play your foot okay, okay. and then there's points for you know and there's freezer We, we play know. a game
3: called Chicken Foot. So I was wondering if it's the same oh, thing.
2: No, I don't I don't believe so. I don't no. believe no, so. No, it's not our, cuz
3: our, ours involves dominoes. So
2: Okay. Our black 3s uh zero points and red 3s negative 300 points.
3: No, no, okay. but the double then blank could be 50. So <laughs> 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 Woo. Uh Lolly says at Mike's and Families play game uh and a family plays a game called "Is that your bill?" at Christmas. Mm-hmm. It's hard to explain. <laughs> Go for it, though. But it involves lying on the floor blindfolded. <laughs> what? And you okay. have to try and hit the other person with a, roll- <laughs> a rolled-up
2: newspaper. Okay. Lots of questions. <laughs> lots of questions. Um, First of all, I've never heard something that is more UK in my entire life. <laughs> then is that is that is that your bill? She's
3: not in the UK. I mean, maybe is it a, is it? A, she's not in the UK. This might be something that's like I don't remember what state no, she's. No, in. I don't know like where like she's at. I'm. Just saying, this oh.
2: sounds like an old English. Like this came over from the the old country. Like this is, it is just UK like,
3: family. She says, okay, okay, okay,
2: okay. So the, see what what did I say? I I've never.
3: can't get over this I just have this (laughs) amazing visual of somebody like laying on their side and just spinning around like you know how when you do that dance or something where you like lay on your side and you like kick your legs out and you just kind of spin around in a circle but you're blindfolded
2: and you're just okay well there's I know there's so many places to go hold on hold on we got a few things slab says no it's UK AF which by the way as we all know means as foretold uh just in case you wonder what AF stands for it's UK as as foretold Uh, and then Lolly clarifies, no, 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 no. the, this, the name of the game is, is that you, Bill? Like, Bill is a oh, name. Oh. Like, is that you, Bill? <laughs> 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 so you lay on the ground blindfolded <laughs> with a rolled up newspaper and you swing it around going, is that you, Bill? is that you bill <laughs> oh no uh Elizabeth yeah.
3: says, is this a weird version of seven seven up heads up oh my god uh Lolly says yeah they say is that you bill then the second person says yes and the person one tries to hit person two
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like marco polo <laughs> yeah oh Whew. man uh That's...
3: can we take a break so i can ask several thousand questions <laughs> a nice callback for loki nick very nice yes. yes oh my gosh that <sighs> yeah 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 slap the visual right was curly spinning on the ground yeah that's exactly it oh yeah, yeah. oh my god yeah,
2: totally okay is that well, you, Bill?
3: that's my new favorite family gathering tradition that we wow. will start in our home although i iris is really like she's very geared towards um like wrestling and like physical activities so i'm a little worried about giving her anything that could be
2: right any physical weapon. games like with your kids like yeah. you have to like they don't necessarily they have don't know the gauge to stop. down yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like
3: I to
2: yeah. I'm gonna be careful about that one. Yeah
3: They started to kind of wrestle one of the things I loved about the family gathering is that there were multiple children in Iris's age And so it also for the first time ever. This is the very first time it's happened mm-hmm. um, Because when when Iris was around the family to this magnitude It was when she was very little and it was for my grandfather's funeral when a whole bunch of people came into town mm-hmm. um, th- we were missing several family members because they couldn't come on short notice to grandma's birthday but those that made the trek there was 40 of us that made that descended upon this house and there were little ones running around playing together and i was just it was one of those moments when you're like they're doing what we did when we were little and i I haven't had that with iris before Mm -hmm. so it was really special and i'm sure my grandmother who was sitting there at 91 just in her rocker just watching all of this was just thinking the same thing just all of the decades of years that have passed of her seeing the family gathering in these different ways and it was just really meaningful but there was one moment when one of the my uncle uh one of the guys started to wrestle with the little ones and they just went and just took it to the next level. And then they're like arms around throats and just like laughing and pulling people off and there's limbs flying. And I mean, they sit on bodies, but you know, like they were (laughs) upended and all Uh this stuff. It It was really really
2: graphic there for a second, but (laughs) uh, I think I I understand what you mean (laughs) now.
3: Not that kind of a family gathering. I
2: think I understand what you mean.
3: Oh my gosh.
2: That's fun. Well, that Uh was a fun one. The other one that I I would wonder is food. Like, there have to be those food things, too, where it's like it's not our family gathering until, you know, mom brings out the persimmon pudding or, you know, whatever right. the, the case may mm-hmm. be. Like, it's, it's interesting how we combine sensory things, like the, the sound of singing or, you know, the taste of a certain food or the smell of
3: The cookies, basement, you know, yeah. The smell-
2: hmm the basement Yep. yeah that's what, that was uh, another one
3: for us that's
2: what i was thinking the basement uh, has a very
3: specific sm- smell and, and almost everyone that went down in the basement still smells the same down there isn't that amazing mm-hmm. like yeah it's a basement yes. yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> what about you aaron what's your topic
2: today uh all right let's uh let's head on to the a topic uh when's the last time you negotiated the cost of something how oh. did you feel about it Ooh. Uh we're currently in the midst of finding a vehicle for our uh, newest driver in our home, our youngest son, and it is one of those things where if you if you're looking for a used vehicle and you're dealing face to face, like on places like Facebook Marketplace or you know wherever um, what are some of the apps uh, that you, you know uh yeah, OfferUp things like offer that. OfferUp, yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You kind of do assume there's some built-in negotiating room to, you know, what people are are doing. Every time I've interacted in that way, I've been negotiated down. Every time I've bought something, I have negotiated down. But it's not something in our culture that we're extremely used to. Um, and so, you know, for many people, most of us, I would say, there's there are some interesting feelings around it. And so I was just kind of curious when the last time you did that was. And, uh, and how you felt about it because I always, I've had to lock in my brain percentages so that I don't feel like I'm like cheating someone, which is so weird because if you agree on a price, you agree on a price, there's no cheating involved, but it, it, sometimes it always feels like, you know, they wanted this much, but I'm saying, you know, I'm gonna, so I just go like, I, my first offer is always 20% less than, than what they're asking I go, I go. I go one
3: percent of what they asked. You know, that's how I say. <laughs> so from there, hundred
2: dollars, you offer a dollar. I'll then, give you uh, one dollar. Hmm, mm-hmm. nice, nice. Yeah,
3: and then see the the best part of that strategy is then you can gauge their sense of humor after that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. you be like, yeah. oh, and who knows? Who knows? Every kidding. once in a while, they'll be like, sure. okay, fine. Okay, yeah, fine. Which
3: means you shouldn't buy that car because it's not even worth a dollar. <laughs>
2: that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, Nick
3: says my neighbor was giving away patio pavers for free and I snatched them up to build a patio. They said free. I gave them a $25 gift card. I don't <laughs> think I'm good at this negotiating thing.
2: That's a different thing. That's no, I, that's I being mean, generous. That's cool. Right? That's it's, cool. Yeah. That's, well, that's a depe- whole different avenue. Yeah. It depends
3: on what kind of gift card it was. Right? Like what if it's a gift card to a restaurant that no longer exists or something? which I right. um, am thinking about because I found some gift cards that I forgot that I had of restaurants that are, no longer exist. So I kind of missed what, the window what?
2: there. What? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Restaurants that no longer exist, they must've just been local places or yeah, something? I or? Like, oh, okay. oh well,
3: I missed the boat on that one. <laughs> <Oopsie."> <laughs> uh, it was a Kohl's
2: gift card.
3: Hmm. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I like getting, I have a gift card for a restaurant that I, I don't like. And then I gave it to someone and they were so excited and I'm like, yeah, no problem. But it wasn't anything to me. So, uh, Lolly says I bought a teapot at a yard sale. I asked if they could include the cups in the price and they proceeded to throw in three other items, nice, which I didn't really want, but I didn't want to be rude and refuse.
2: (laughs) We had a, uh, it it was, it was an adventure an experience before we moved to Missouri, we had a make an offer yard sale. Nothing had prices on it. Everything was tell us what you, you know, you want to pay for this thing. People rebelled and you know why? Because they wanted a starting place for negotiation. It really threw people to be able to make up their own number. And so it was, it was an interesting couple of days doing that, uh, you know, name your own price yard sale, um, because we, we got a lot more than we thought we were going to get for a couple of things and basically gave gave away a couple things as well you know and it's like it's just like we accepted almost every first offer and you know it was just it's just really interesting interesting yeah it was it was such an interesting experience it's just like I think that's
3: what I would prefer is to do
2: that because on the buying end or the selling end
3: the selling like to sell it that way if I was going to have a yard sale that just seems to be like perception is everything and and if I was if I don't need this and I'm just gonna take it and donate it anyway, then if Mm -hmm. you want to give me a dollar for something, then that's great. You know? Right. That's really, really fascinating. And Um, it's
2: fascinating to see the value people put in different things, you know? Like to let them determine the value of it. You know I'll
3: pay you fifty dollars for this baby doll.
2: (laughs) Okay. Sure. You
3: yeah exactly that. uh slab says the cost of my house mm. has mm-hmm. issues and the seller refused to drop the price until we found out she lied on the disclosure
2: Ooh, so threatened yeah. her
3: with fraud and she dropped the price five percent <laughs> should have gone fifty wow. percent fraudster Ooh. yeah
2: that's that's you don't want to lie on that disclosure that is no. that is not something you want to do um, yeah house is another one that's definitely expected that there'll be negotiation in the house sale although sometimes mm-hmm. like you'll find, like the house we're in right now uh, you know we offered what they were asking with no negotiation because we knew it was a great deal and there were several other people and if we hadn't done that um, I don't think we'd have this house like you know they just snapped up our offer and right now honestly the market is so insane right now people are offering more than asking price um right now so it's it's weird very it's very weird. weird it's very strange the other thing uh that i didn't realize until recently was even big box stores like walmart or target or whatever will negotiate price with you the, a manager has the permission to negotiate price i never knew this this is something that you know, we bought a grill one time, and the box had some damage on it, and we were mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give you twenty dollars less than what's on the tag." And they were like, "Okay." And yeah. I was like, oh, th- "This is a thing."
3: <laughs> I found a coat at Target once. It was the only coat that was the si- they had only one size that was going to fit me. But when I put um, my phone in the upper pocket, it fell out onto the floor because the lining was ripped on the inside. Mm-hmm but i still wanted the coat and i was going to fix the lining and so yeah they they gave me a discount on it
0: uh, yeah. this is
3: really interesting from lucas on youtube who says as a person who has just completed a study on negotiation skills ooh i'm mm. dying to negotiate something and put these new skills into practice do okay. you want to be our,
2: our agent for our new car for the car we're trying to buy uh, oh, that's right <laughs> you want to be our sales yeah, agent yeah yeah
3: yeah put those skills to the test
2: What what would you sum up? What is like uh, one, maybe two things you would sum up is like to help everybody get better at feeling better about negotiation. Am I being silly by chopping 20% off the top or, you know, like, yeah, I'd be curious about that.
3: Uh, This one's from Matt on Facebook who says, I bought a new car at the end of April. Hi, Matt. Uh, A Jeep Cherokee and I'm Horrible at negotiating there was already a very sizable discount from the dealer on the vehicle I wanted plus I had an additional discount. I had received directly in the mail from jeep and The end price was within our budget. So we just went with that Maybe I could have gotten it down another thousand but for me, I'd rather skip the stress Of haggling and that is often how things are for me and yeah when I met you Aaron and you talked a lot about your ability to haggle and then others mm-hmm. who travel internationally and there's just like literal expectations of places when you go to specific markets for example yeah. if you if you just pay what they're asking
2: they're confused about that because they're expecting
3: <laughs> yeah. you i mean to they're just...
2: excited but confused <laughs> yeah
3: yes. uh but i was never taught that i we didn't i don't remember my parents ever having a price negotiation conversation in front of me. So Mm -hmm. it was never really example to me. So it makes me uncomfortable as well. (laughs) But (laughs) I got better at it, especially on uh, like Facebook marketplace when I was on Facebook. Um, And then also like offer up those kinds of apps. But it's a lot easier when it's a chat conversation and not Mm -hmm. an in-person conversation because if it's face-to-face, I will probably tend to just be like, yeah, you know what? I'll throw in an extra $5 for you. Cause it looks, <laughs> looks like you're going through a hard time, you know, and that person, yeah. I get, I get yeah. taken a pretty easy, I think. So
2: mm-hmm. I, and I, and it's a cultural thing, right? I do th- I don't think you're alone. Like, you know, I think it's just kind of a cultural a uh, thing that we negotiating isn't part of our commerce very much. You know, uh, there's a price on the item. You pay the price for the item. You take it home. But then when we deal with each other, you know, there there is a little bit of give and take that's kind of assumed on the seller's part uh, for most sellers. Um, and they'll tell you, like, if you negotiate with somebody and you're like, would you take, you know, 1500 for that? And they're like, no, this is the lowest i will take. Go away. <laughs> like you know, you know, you know, okay, well, here's the deal. You either take it or you don't. Um, that's negotiation, right? So do you yeah.
3: respect people? And I'm going to get to, uh, Rima or run r one must 78s comment here in a second. But if, if somebody has a post and it says no negotiation or bottom, like firm, do you still mm-hmm. try to negotiate or do you respect no. that they say firm?
2: If they use, say firm and I don't think it's, and I don't think it's a good price. I just don't okay, you know, okay. make an offer. If they, I, yeah, just curious. I, I, I respect the firm. Okay. Yeah. If you say firm, uh, I believe you.
3: Run, run, run my 78, (laughs) (laughs) who is in Aaron's Twitch says, When Mm. I sold TVs at Sears many, many years ago, we were allowed to drop the price 10% before talking to our manager. So, yeah, everybody, there's negotiation room. Wow.
2: Wow. 10%. That's
3: pretty, that's pretty good.
2: That's that's amazing that it's just to think that you are walking around unaware that you have just a 10% discount you can just get. Um, I heard somebody in a podcast call it the good guy discount. I don't remember all the things around that, but it's just like, Hey, I'm a good guy, why don't you just give me 10% off this TV and like the people would just accept that it was in a negotiating series. I
3: remember you talking about that. That was a while ago though.
2: Yeah yeah whoa yeah like yeah, hey yeah. we we're buddies I'm like you know guy. we've been yeah. we've been getting along can you hey, just knock 10 percent off that yeah I
3: have teeth you have teeth <laughs> <laughs> give me that discount uh this is from Molly we negotiated hard for our car we actually left and walked off the lot and the manager chased us down in the car park
2: <laughs> nice
3: <laughs> that's good stuff
2: and I then love you hit, that <laughs> then you hit them with a the rolled up newspaper and said is that you Bill and they had no clue what was going on <laughs> at that point
3: your family get on the ground and swap me with a newspaper
2: yep. what? yeah exactly
3: what what i just i want to be a fly on the wall when a new person joins the family mm-hmm. and they either see this or are asked yeah. to participate in this for the first time yeah uh, i'm not going to get over that lolly that's amazing
2: uh, let's see. Nick says this. So important information from Nick as a former retail worker, please don't negotiate prices on non-damaged clearance items when you go to Target. We hated that. So in other words, if it's already on clearance, why are you trying to negotiate it? Um, and if it isn't damaged, uh, why, are you, why are you trying to do that? So yeah, I, I totally understand that from the retailer's uh, point of view. It is, it is an interesting, interesting thing. <laughs>
3: Uh, Lucas about negotiations and the education therein says rarely will you get exactly what you want
2: You That's need right. to
3: be aware of how far you will
2: compromise. Mm-hmm. That's yeah,
3: very very true
2: Here's what um, I'm offering. Here's what I'm willing to do. Um, Without saying the willing to do, you know, Chris's
3: comment reminded me of uh, When I started to really learn about negotiations from you Aaron And it was about services that you can call and get discounts on like your phone bill and things like that Chris says usually the only negotiation I get stuck with is when I try to cancel a service suddenly They have all this extra stuff that they can offer me for the same price even when that's not the reason that I'm canceling I did not even realize how much negotiating power you have for specific things on your bills Mm -hmm. so
2: I still have crazy low uh, internet bill because that is one of those things. They do not want to lose your business and they have a certain amount they can do. And then they have the man, the overseeing manager has a certain amount. They do. You just have to really honestly be willing to cancel. Like, you know, if you say, no, I'm canceling and, and because, and you might want to know what your alternative is if you go elsewhere. Right? So yeah, absolutely. Uh, negotiate phone bills, internet bills, cable bills, call and let um, them know months, that you're yeah.
3: shopping around and you've saw some other things and if you can find another deal a lot of times they'll go look at it and they'll try to match mm-hmm. it but yeah they don't want to lose you
2: you will have less success trying to negotiate netflix bills uh, <laughs> like, <you> know, <laughs> big companies <laughs> like, it's, it's a little that's a little different but uh but yeah
3: oh my gosh yep although yep. maybe a little bit yep. you might
2: find a little bit they might be willing to to keep this you. is
3: the most important thing we've talked about so far is um is that you bill lolly continues by saying my husband had to play the game the first christmas he is with the family and he was terrified <laughs> <laughs> i imagine so <laughs> nice nice oh my gosh the freaking best the best uh let's yeah. get on to the you topic so yeah guys, let's do it you are welcome now well at any point in time to ask us any Question: Anything goes. Um, we will read uh, all of them and answer what we can. So mm-hmm. it's like an AMA. We'll get to the things that we can get to. Um, just anything A-U-A, that's on your mind. Technically, A U uh, A. Yeah. In ask this, in this case. Well, sometimes they direct things to you because they're like, "Yeah, Danae, we know that you don't want to answer this question."
2: <laughs> that's true. That's true. So A E O U. A E I O. Ask either of us anything. And sometimes and sometimes why and that may be your first question today why why just why just in general uh while we're waiting for the uh you questions to come in and if you if you don't have any that's fine as well uh but if you have a topic or a question for us that you uh, want us to discuss let us know but while we are uh waiting for those uh danae uh, Mm -hmm. tell us about your love for david bowie i noticed you're wearing your bowie shirt uh, That's such a, a random question. It's not random. You're wearing the shirt. I was just I like, know,
3: but you don't usually ask me about that
2: um, Well, no, it's just because I know but I don't know if you've ever like talked on the show about like, you know how, yeah. What a bowie fan you are which is always interesting to me because usually you don't connect to the artists. No, I don't to the music
3: No, yeah, and, and also I uh, like for example so let's say that I liked Metallica music and then you can go and you can see Metallica or kiss or uh, Blondie or any of these like mm-hmm. where you, when you go into stores now you can buy these like vintage style shirts I, I, I Never buy band shirts because I feel like a cop-out like I don't deserve to wear the shirt because technically mm-hmm. sure I like that one song but I'm right. not a fan fan And right. that's poser.
2: you feel like a poser. Yeah, it's a
3: weird thing about me. I get it like oh, I like that I like that shirt, but, ah. but There are certain bands that I will wear but I've not really found a shirt that style that i like and i found this shirt and i was like "Uh, uh, "I bought that shirt so bad so this is my most favorite shirt of uh bowie david bowie yeah i don't remember the first time that i like fell completely in love with him like the exact moment there's a couple uh freddie mercury was someone i remember the exact moment that i fell in love with freddie mercury but um I remember being around several people who listen to different styles and Bowie's voice to me is it's so beautiful and deep and he experiments with like expression. And, um, when I was in my twenties, I, uh, I think I bought like a best of Bowie album just cause I was like, I really like the sound. Um, I think one of the first times I really fell in love with him was labyrinth, right? Like, Mm-hmm. Who doesn't fall in love with David Bowie when you're a kid who loves fantasy novels and stuff? And then you see Labyrinth and you see David Bowie as the Goblin King. Like, who doesn't fall in love with David Bowie?
2: <laughs> it's a great uh, question. It's a valid question.
3: Hearing him sing. and But um, there was a, the, the song he sings with Freddie Mercury, um, which I'm all of a sudden not going to be able to think of, but it's where the beat comes from. Uh, Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, under pressure. Under pressure. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that song moved me more than I had been moved by a song before. The lyrics are incredible. I already loved Freddie Mercury. Pair that with David Bowie and Little Danae was just—I went bonkers mind blown. on it. Yeah, mind blown. So I'm gonna say under pressure because of just that song, and I think like. Choice. When I was younger, I thought that it was strange that it was the ice ice baby dun dun thing dun, 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 dun. like I was like, "Wait what is why why is this over here?" because I didn't understand mm-hmm. sampling and
0: mm-hmm.
3: mixing very well um so it was a distraction, and I don't know that other people were gonna listen to it and not get distracted by that because that song was more prevalent at the time, like mm-hmm. it'd be like, "Well, I just want to listen to this other song, but I loved it, yeah, so okay, okay,
2: very nice, yeah, very nice." <sighs> Uh, that Breezy, was so random. Breezy Lady B says, "Danae, do you still remember the A E I O U song?" Okay.
3: That's um, <laughs> do you mean the "Si uh, the, the, the um, was that that one from that the 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 album that we sang at church? A E so I O U. So random. Random uh, note is when I was. Young we had a uh, the church that we attended was very very active in the arts And so we did massive productions for the community set pieces that were 30 feet tall and spun around and yep. full costume changes It was essentially like a theater. We had like a theater department um and uh, There were also people that uh, were just like they had recording studios and stuff and so there was a project at that church where they asked the kids who were always very involved in like the productions and stuff, that was me, uh, to sing on an album that was going to be produced and sent to, I don't know, somewhere in Mexico to like a sister church or something, but the children there didn't speak English. So we learned Spanish, well, I should say, we learned the songs in spanish that we didn't Correct. understand what we were singing you
2: memorized spanish we memorized
3: yes and we had classes all the time so that we got the pronunciation right and yes i do still remember a lot of those songs and Oo" was one of those uh nice. and the little kids would all like go around going ah because eh, eh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was so <laughs> cool that we knew it in a different language
2: <laughs> uh jacob says you question why why um answer because
3: That's a parent answer if you're ever going to. What a cop out answer.
2: Uh, Did you have a better one that you wanted to go with?
3: Because it feels right.
2: Okay, there you go. Uh, (laughs) Sonic Screwdriver says, You, is there an age you feel it's no longer acceptable to play video games? Uh, No, no, I do not. Um, No. Play them as long as you want. That's fun stuff. Lucas says, You question. What do you guys think about the idea of reducing work days from four or from five to four days? Would that really make people more productive? Some country in Europe is doing this experiment. And there are certain jobs that already kind of do this. Uh, The medical profession, uh, I know, does like a four days on, three days off kind of thing a lot of times, um, doing like 10-hour shifts. Uh, I think there are a lot of ways to experiment with the way people work. I think getting out of the hourly mindset in general is going to be a positive impact on people's work and moving more towards task oriented, uh, work environments. Um, yeah, so that's, that's my general thought. I think, you know, hourly, hourly based working, uh, assignments tend to result in many ways with an emphasis on busy work, looking busy, trying to make it look like you're doing stuff as opposed to just getting your, your job done. Um, and they, they punish efficiency. Hourly based working jobs punish efficiency. If you do your job quicker than someone else would do the same job, you're punished for that. Um, And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think we kind of need to get out of that mindset a little bit.
3: I would love to see the mind shift changing in general uh, by doing things like eliminating unnecessary work. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of meetings that are called are really unproductive or the amount of time spent in said meetings where you've got like, if someone else was leading this meeting and keeping us on task, then we would be spending half of the amount of time and we could get back to work kind of a thing. So I feel like there's just an efficiency shift needed in most businesses. Um, I think there are some places that you could work efficiently with a 20 hour work week and they would be just as mm-hmm. successful and you should get paid just as much because- I agree. You get to, you're still, engaged and active and managing whatever you're managing and you're still creating the same, but you have more time to play. Like some jobs you could sit up and do hard number crunching at your computer for six hours straight. Uh, and then that's it. That's all that you need to do for a few days a week. Um, and maybe have one day of like light connections with your team or something like this. So I don't know. I just, I feel like there's just a, the mentality that you, as long as you're there, it, that's important. Like if you're sitting in the seat, right. that's important. Looking busy. It's, it's not It's not important. And I would rather have that person out there in the world doing something that fills them up so they have the energy to bust their butts when the time comes to bust right. your butt. Right. So I would love to see a lot of things change about how we perceive work. And I think that Agreed. one of the, the things that happened uh, with the pandemic is that a lot of companies were forced to rethink how they run as a company. And they're forced to decide if we're being productive now in ways that we didn't think were possible before a pandemic and we're doing it now, mm-hmm. maybe we should stay the way that we're doing things and shift our expectations of our work team. And in addition to that thought, you can hire people who work differently than what you perceived was the proper work. I, I see a lot of like a uh, disabled community on Twitter that are like, see, we can work from home. Mm -hmm. It was your own mental barriers that were keeping us out because we can't work from home. We want you here to be part of the environment. See it it is possible to rethink how we work. I don't know. I think there's a big conversation there. It's a good question.
2: Yep, It is a great question. Another serious question. Uh, this one comes from Lolly uh, who says I hate public restrooms, uh, especially in America with the huge door gaps. Also, why is it called a restroom here? (laughs) It is not a restful place <laughs> yeah it should be
3: called a poop room right right or panic room panic right? room
2: uh this actually comes as a response to the actual you question from acres ridge forge who says what's the opinion on public restrooms are you a public pooper or a hold it till you get home person um when you gotta go go i mean it's, oh, uh, boy, you, that's your, that's, your, that's your body listen your body's telling <laughs> yeah. you you gotta get rid of something get rid of it mm-hmm. like holding yeah. it just causes problems and there's a weird shame there that is like un- that doesn't recognize that we uh, all the, poop as the as the children's book says everybody poops like it's something yeah. we all do there's no shame involved it's a natural human who's, function
3: Who in that so, song like everybody poops and if you don't you're an android and must be destroyed <laughs> Do you remember that I song? Do,
2: I do uh-huh. not. I do not remember yeah. that song.
3: Uh so so it's, it's it's interesting we're going here and I'm okay with that uh so i did not go uh poop publicly ever i would actually just
2: clarify when we say publicly we still mean in a private area designed (laughs) (laughs) for this process
3: yes i think that's a good thing to clarify (laughs) clarify.
2: (laughs) like there's people Uh, there's people in the comments like i poop in public well do you really because no i don't i don't think you should matt says we should call
3: it an evacuation room that's a great that's a great term
2: Mm -hmm. great term
3: um I, it, to the point where I would actually be in pain it should, over it.
2: Oh, it, what? Should, it should be called a defecation station. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I am only calling it that from here on out. Sorry, I need to go okay. use the defecation station.
3: You know how like you can go, you can get your own stuff printed uh, so easily. Just uh-huh. get stickers that mm-hmm. are in the same rectangular shape as so right, many right. signs that just say defecation right, and just like room, yeah make it your personal job mm-hmm, to just my re- job
2: guys this is what we're calling it now mm-hmm. the defecation station
3: um so i say that because thank god for good friends who are like you can poop here <laughs> and it is okay for <laughs> you to do so for.
2: there's a seat there for it and everything
3: I think it probably took me two years before I felt comfortable to actually just go poop where I knew other people were going to be within like 30 minutes of my poop sure. experience. And Aaron would be like, why are you hurting yourself? After we started having those conversations. But right, to this yeah. day, we have a system in place so, if I have to go poop, Aaron has to stay where he is, and then I go, and then he's not allowed to go that direction for a while because <laughs> I still have issues. I have problems. I am you have weird. A little shame. You have I, some body I shame I do. issues. Yeah. I don't know where it comes from. I don't know if it's like a. You know, like when when you're growing up, you're like, "Ooh, poop." I try mm-hmm. not to do that with Iris because I want her to know it's normal. I don't want her to suffer like I have. Where I will well, that, not that go. Comes from a,
2: that comes from a real place. I mean, from a scientific place. Even How the we idea. Get on this like, conversation, you guys. Somebody <laughs> asked. Listen, this is what the "you" question is for. You know, like ask what you want to ask. <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. But it comes from it comes from a real place. Of our feces is not healthy for us. It's not like it's something we want to interact with. Um, you know, it is our bodies get. Rid of it for a reason, uh, and and so yeah, there's a, there's a health thing that that makes that a real thing, but it shouldn't be a shame thing. It should just be here's the clean way we deal with this. And yes, there are smells involved and all that kind of stuff, but that's just it's part of being human. And you know, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. So. Everybody poops, and if you don't, you're an android
2: and <laughs> must that's be right. destroyed. That is that is it. So <laughs> when you when you need to. Use the defecation station.
3: Use the defecation, Use the defecation get station. Get yourself some of that poo spray. No, nope. <laughs> that's not what I meant. You don't poo-pourri. have the poo parry. No, have for to... for those who are concerned, get the poo spray and then yeah. just keep it with you or put it. In, I actually meant to get some and keep it on toilet, so if people feel like. Mm-hmm. They, they need to a little self-conscious you just, yeah. yeah you can just spray it in the water do your business it traps it in there like a like a magical thing and then yeah. it's gone forever and it's fine but I i do really f- do wish we would normalize that this is just- i
2: really do too and i i feel bad for people who like you can't know without asking this what is technically i guess an awkward question but it's like you know if you need to go use the defecation station at someone else's house some people don't are I don't want you to do that like there are some people who are like why would you do that in my bathroom and it's like well that's what isn't that what it's there for so who would who would say that i don't oh my I, god
3: can you imagine just waiting outside definitely the, been the door by
2: people like did you just in my house and i'm just like yeah is really? that what it's there for so yeah oh no yeah oh no and it's like listen that's, that's your strange. issue not mine that's <laughs> that is,
3: go to the go to the basement one that's the designated poo zone
2: <laughs> well it was weird that i used their master suite uh, that's ba- it. bathroom that's that's, that that's was what probably it was. the problem that's uh, what it was <laughs>
3: um yeah yeah what a great chat i think uh Celinda brought something up about public restrooms let me go see if i can find it also i like this one from lolly
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> our friend jonathan uh is definitely in that that category of people he who don't want to talk about it, don't want to like think about it. Conversations, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, man,
3: I can't I can't find it, but it was something about like the washing of hands. That mm. that's what makes it most mostly uncomfortable is that people watching people walk out of the public restroom without soap or like wet hands and that's the most uncomfortable part of a public ah, restaurant we're,
2: we're a little caught up in that stuff like it's it, like do you really not think you're interacting with e-coli on a daily basis even if people are washing their hands uh, like it's I, just
3: right right, right, right. <laughs> it's, okay We.
2: i'm not saying i'm wash not saying people agree 100 wash, wash percent if for no other reason wash your, wash your hands at every opportunity you get it's just a good thing to do your hands get dirty but we do get a little uptight about germs i think mm-hmm. when they're all yeah. around us mm-hmm. so yeah i just get mad at those little foot pedals on doors it's just like really what are you like what are you thinking like what are you I trying get, to prove
3: i get mad at them for other reasons
2: <laughs> <laughs> here's why i get mad at the little foot,
3: foot. <laughs> wow this is really turned into a chat um those things require you to have a deep understanding of your muscle structure in a new way like mm-hmm. they don't you don't just like touch them with your toe and the door swings open You have to touch it with your toe depress to get the resistance Mm -hmm. and then pull with a part of your like quad and Mm -hmm. maybe like abdominus muscles that you don't normally use to open a door. And so and then you also have to do this thing where you kind of hop scoot back because you're also sweeping your leg back while also having to step away from the door to get through the crack. Here's what Mm -hmm. you should do. Take your shirt, grab the handle, open it. You're good. That's what I do.
2: And then you just have E. coli on your shirt all day. That's right. You don't want. You don't. Until but you it's wash not your on shirt. your
3: hands, which you use to like, scratch your, your face. But you your shirt. <laughs> That's not true. I wash my shirt six times a day. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> nah, these are all, good thoughts. all uh, good thoughts. The evacuation station is a place of hand washing. It should be mandatory. Thank you.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, no mm-hmm. freedom. Don't take my mm-hmm. freedom away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's see uh lots of great conversation on this uh in fact so much great conversation that the you questions have stopped coming in so that's right uh, that's right so the show is over to, on the poo note <laughs> that's right the poo note <laughs> the poo which note. which note is that danae is it somewhere around a like somewhere around there like that uh, level? or there's more of a like that, that- or a
3: it's the it's the brown note says Lolly.
2: Have you heard that uh do you know what wally's referencing with the brown note um this is the urban legend that there is a certain frequency that you can hit with sound that will cause people to evacuate their bowels like this was no, no 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 this is this is a real it's a real urban legend uh mythbusters did a an episode on it um and that there there isn't but oh, yeah, okay. this is something. This is something that people believe. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's the the brown note reference.
3: That's yeah. fascinating
2: mm-hmm. yep. and terrifying all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Can
3: you imagine?
2: They also did uh, an episode on breaking glass with a certain note and frequency, and that is true. You can absolutely yeah. break a certain kind of crystal and, and glass with a certain uh, note and frequency. So yeah. Hmm there you go that's a there better place to end it breaking glass there that's you right
3: go. that's right um i before we guys we go today you guys i want to let my twitch viewers know that we're going to be raiding into timber anew to watch some wood carving this morning nice yeah little mine, show. mine
2: too mine too uh, uh raid.
3: anyone who's <laughs> on aaron's twitch a chance to come over to the raid channel where we're going to be going and watching. <laughs> Timber anew today.
2: <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, thank you, guys. We love hanging out with you so much, uh, Mondays and days, and we are still crossing our fingers for some days uh, coming up, but for sure, Mondays at 9 a.m., hanging out with you guys. Follow us on Twitter, uh, wherever you watch. Make sure you give a uh, notification, click a notification bell or whatever so that you know when we go live. Uh, would appreciate that. And if you want to support, you can. Um, we are still looking for a handful of people to get to the next level uh, where we will do some D&D together. And that happens at patreon.com slash studio DNA. You can become a member of Team DNA there. And uh, thank you for doing that. Anything else today?
3: No. <clears throat> Have an awesome week and we'll see you later. Bye.
2: Catch you on the next Monday or someday.
3: Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough.
2: If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. Subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe You can even also be a member of way.
3: Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studiodna.
2: Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you.
3: See you next time.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently.